This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UAP Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. A Sunday special. We love a Sunday special. These are the shareable episodes, bite size. Tell a friend. Send this to the group chat. This is a very relatable email that we're doing today, don't you think? Hugely relatable. Guys, we're not going to spam you with all of the things that we want to promote but in 30 seconds or less, we have our tour. Yeah. Go buy tickets. Buy tickets to Jared's stand-up specials that are all over the country. Check those out. Listen to my podcast over sharing. Buy some faux pas. You guys know the drill. Go get all the merch. And it, listen, and if you're new here, subscribe to the podcast. Just subscribe mm-hmm. if you're new. And if you're new because someone shared this with you, that's how people find out about the show. We don't got a fucking billboard. We got your mouth. Okay. Let's get into it. <laughs> Yes, let's do it. Okay, so today we've got an email and a breakup letter. Mm-hmm. I love those. Or love like, it. I guess this one's this one's not really a breakup letter, but we'll we'll get into that. I'm just gonna read it, and you can you can read the letter at the end. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And read it when you do read the letter. Read it in the voice that feels like the voice. Fo- the voice. The tone that, feels- that you would read it in. I'll. <laughs> I know. I I will give you a voice. Do not worry. Great. Okay. Hi, JJ. Big fan of everything you do. You both have helped me through. Many dating dilemmas, feather, feather, all that good stuff. I'm hoping you can help shed some light on behaviors some men exhibit after a breakup. My ex and I dated for around two years with a short break of about three months in the middle. We were both 28 and we met a couple of months before the pandemic and 10 months later he asked for a break. Okay. His reason being that he felt a lot of pressure around commitment and was all around confused about his feelings towards me. That sounds like something, me saying this, this sounds like something you would Google. To like, like what you would say, like reasons to end something that (laughs) sounds like you are not a terrible guy. Why does he have to be terrible? He's confused. He's got a mental issue. Confused. Exactly. Confused about his feelings, pressure around commitment. Those are two of the very standards. It's like Googling generic breakup reason. (laughs) Okay. I don't love you enough to move forward. And enter into the part of life that is the hardest. There it is. He couldn't say that to you, but I'll say it for him. That'd be refreshing. <laughs> I, so anyway, I was very hurt and we didn't really speak for a few months other than a couple of texts from him here and there asking about the weather, literally. Fast forward, I get a text from my old neighbor. I had just recently moved to a new apartment that a package was left on my former doorstep. I went to pick up the package and it was a bottle of my old shampoo that I had left in my ex's place and a new bottle of the same shampoo that he had just bought for me. What a gentleman. Thoughtful. With the shampoo came a note from my ex basically saying he wanted to return my shampoo slash buy me more shampoo and hope that we could chat soon. I didn't necessarily need the shampoo. I had clearly made other arrangements for washing my hair, but long story short, I'm a sucker for expensive shampoo and we got back together. Okay. Seems very romantic. We remained together for a year and everything was going well. The issues he once had surrounding the commitment seemed to have gone away. Hmm. 
But then about a month ago, a few weeks after we had had a discussion where we both said we saw each other being the one, he again said he is stressed about being in a long-term committed relationship and needed space. The biggest fear in life was getting married, having a kid, and then losing his job. Okay. He seems like he's been doing more extensive Googling this time. <laughs> losing my job is is out of left field a little bit, but I get it. Okay. I don't know. It just seems like they're all like very... What is he supposed to say? I, 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 but I, under, I understand why it's frustrating, but okay. Right. It's like, oh, okay. You're afraid of, we can't get married because you're, you're afraid of one day hypothetically losing your job? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, I mean, if I could translate for him, he's afraid that he's going to get up the road of life with no way back to, you know, a place without kids and family and a mortgage. And he's not sure he wants to do this with her. Okay. You know, the, well, I the, might the lose my job. Part, it, the last part is the real part is the most important part. It's just well, like peppering in all this bullshit is like the frustrating Well, he's thing. also not sure. Again, this is also like, it's his problem that he's making her go through with him. That's the problem. Again. Right. Again. It's a second time. Yeah. And a second <laughs> After shampoo was delivered. Yeah. After he sent the the thoughtful shampoo. Yeah. Let's keep going. After disappearing for a month, he threw out the idea of being friends, saying he didn't think we should abandon each other. Okay. (laughs) She's like, I had no, no intentions of abandoning him with the hope that he could work through his commitment fears and maybe we could get back together. This now being a very clear pattern of behavior, I declined that offer and told him I needed time and didn't want to speak to him. Fast forward another month and I got a box in the mail addressed to my dog from my ex. In the box was half a bag of treats and old dog toys. I had left at his place with the note. See attached photo. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Okay, you read the It's a handwritten note. It's handwritten, which I would advise this guy against doing ever again. And he's addressing it to the dog. To the dog. It's a little yes. too cutesy for me. So he's asking the, I guess he's asking the dog, how are you? He, he wrote, hey. The dog doesn't speak English. <laughs> okay. Hey, Rufus. I don't know. I'll give the dog a name because we're not, we're, we're, I like that she took out the name of the dog. Okay. <laughs> it's an identifying feature. I'll give you that. I don't want to embarrass Rufus. Um, I, it's, Rufus is a fake name. Okay. Hey, Rufus. It also, I mean, he should have typed this out and signed it. This is. Because it is written, you have to have better handwriting. No handwriting yeah. looks good in this look. Hey, Rufus. How are you? <laughs> He's talking to a dog, so I got to sound. Yeah, I hope you're good. doing well. <laughs> and that Julie has been <laughs> taking you to the big dog park in Golden Gate Park. Here in this box are the toys and treats you left at my house. <laughs> I know how much you like octopus. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I can't, who the fuck says anyway to a dog? Any <laughs> who the fuck does any of this? Okay. I'm so mad at this guy. <laughs> I hope we can hang out again soon and play tug of war. Tell Julie... She can come too. Sincerely, Todd. Todd. 
Um, this guy makes me want to throw up. I read this letter and I was like disgusted. <laughs> I forgot. I read it not realizing it was to the dog and now it's even worse. Like I didn't <laughs> think it could get worse. Right. It's terrible. Okay. Oh, it's so infuriating too because you can tell he like thinks this is like a cute romantic thing. I don't think he realized. I, I, I keep wanting to jump in because I'm like I'm defending him in a way that he can't defend himself and because I understand his anxieties, but I'm also understand that he is playing this game so wrong and hurtfully that he doesn't really understand or he maybe he do, I don't think people are generally like bad people. I think people are okay, but I think people are self present uh, are all about themselves. They're the star of their own movie. So I don't think he understands how horrible this is to do to her by coming back he's fucking with her he's fucking with her i don't think but i'm giving him the very much the benefit of the doubt and i'm saying he doesn't realize how large the stakes are for her for him these stakes aren't that large like you know remember the scene in the office when michael scott gets um a vasectomy and then he talks about getting a reverse vasectomy and he's like you don't know the toll it takes to snip snap snip snap snip snap three reverse vasectomies yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah he gets like three reverse vasectomies you don't know the the toll this guy is doing kind of the relationship version of three reverse vasectomies they're together he says he can't commit he leaves he sends the shampoo they're back then he leaves, and then he sends. Now he's looking for another reverse vasectomy with the the fucking dog toy, and it's like, I know. dude, it's you're putting a toll on this person. Seriously, it's just kind of like it's annoying because it's trying to act all. The annoying part of it is that it's trying to act all innocent. Yes, when like there's devious. I mean, I don't want to say devious because I don't think he's trying trying to like ruin her life, but no regard for addressing the actual thing that's going on. Totally. I, I mean, I had a woman write to my Instagram like question box the other day. Um, and it was like, she was like, it was my birthday. I got drunk and I called my ex. And now I feel really bad. And then I texted him. I read that one. Yeah. And he didn't respond. So I was, I made kind of a jokey response of like, he contacted me. There was nothing good he could have done. If he answers your call, now he's answered on your birthday and he's given false hope where there shouldn't have been. If he reacted to the text, he's given you the false hope. He's answering. He's going to be nice because it is your birthday. His best option was to say nothing. And this guy doesn't understand that. This guy doesn't understand. She didn't message him, though. I know, but that, this, this guy doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck away. You can't be friends. You've lost her. Yeah. You know, part of the price of breaking up is you've given up someone that you really care about because you're trying to find better for you. And because he keeps going to the open market and not finding better for him, he comes back to this, this woman with notes to the fucking dog. And he's being an asshole. Very mature. It is. Yeah. And she says, I've shown this letter to the group chat, the brunch table, et cetera. And everyone who reads it suffers from the same cringe reaction. (laughs) All my other friends get flowers, chocolates, jewelry, the classic stuff. I mean, she did get shampoo first time. Or at the very least, an actual gift or an apology when their exes have tried to reenter their lives. Not shampoo or dog treats they bought for themselves. What gives? Does he think this is just a cute way to return my things to me after a breakup? Is he trying to charm his way back into my life? The breakup has also caused me to wonder if his fear of commitment is something that ever changes for people, but more specifically for men. He is 30. 
If his fear is this all-consuming now, will it ever truly go away? Would love to hear your insights. Appreciate all that you do. Sincerely, at least I have clean hair. It's very funny that she goes into the, like, she needs, I understand why she does this, but this is a very, when she does, at least people get an actual gift or an apology. It's like, you don't have to make yourself more of the victim than you already are. You are the victim in this situation, but I don't need to hear, at least people get an apology or a gift or a real, you know, stop it. Stop it. Right. Or fine. Fine. The apology part is what I would harp on or like the explanation part. But I would, so I'm saying I would, I do find half of this to be annoying because he's coming back mm-hmm. and half of this to be annoying because he's trying to reestablish contact and make her more attached to him without addressing anything that has been discussed in the past, which You're men right. do all the time. And I find it very infuriating. It's like they, they think that everyone has amnesia or something. And it's insu- it's insulting because it's insulting to the amount of emotional pain that they've caused and it's insulting to someone's intelligence that they wouldn't want an explanation. The reason he's doing that is this game, the game of relationships, the game of being together and getting more serious isn't as important to him or it doesn't have the social ramifications to him that it has to her and he is not admitting to that even. Mm-hmm. Like, like the reason all these men come back with amnesia, they didn't forget. They just didn't care as much as you. Well, that's even me- that's even meaner. I, I'm just saying. Well, also, he's not taking any empathy with the other side. Like that's why you stay away after a breakup is because you know that it's going to be harmful to the other person and maybe not as harmful to you. But you know, your loneliness might be upsetting, but you coming back to the person is devastating to them is what he's not admitting to. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, don't pretend that you care about this person and that you feel something for them and that you care about what happened between the two of you in any realm besides how it affects you personally. And mm-hmm. then do something like this, which shows zero regard for the work that this person has has put into trying to figure out, analyze the situation, trying to place it in their lives. Like you said, the more devastating effect that it's mm-hmm. had on them mm-hmm. and try to make light of it and just try to like tiptoe back in as if nothing ever happened just to do it just because he also knows he would do it again he would leave again you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim i love lee denim i'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. To me, he's trying to like keep her as an option because I said before, he goes back to the open market. Like he likes her, breaks up with her because he's like, I can't get there to the next level. And then he deals with that reality, gets lonely, finds nobody else out there that can give him the things that he thinks he wants. And then he comes back to her because she's an easy landing place. And it's worked before. So why wouldn't it work again? The shampoo worked. So why wouldn't the cute dog know work? Right. I mean, I, so I'm saying I understand the logic there, like in terms of easy win, mm. but it just, that explanation just seems so devoid of any sense of any sort of thoughtfulness about how the other person, about doing that to the person again. No, he doesn't care. I mean, he's being very selfish in this whole thing. Like, you know, and the idea, will he ever commit? This guy is going to commit. This guy, it's just not going to happen with you. He's trying to figure it out. He's sitting there going, I like her. Why wouldn't I just commit to her? What's going on? Every time he comes back to you. And forgetting that at the end of the year, the end of last two times, he's made a decision. A decision that's hard to make. He Ending a relationship is fucking hard. And he's not even remembering that. Yeah. And I mean, he's using her. To me, I would, that, yeah. that's what it, it feels. And when you're on the receiving end of that and you're invested and that you've been very clear about what you want and the person seems to be using that knowledge about you that you would and mm-hmm. using it to make themselves feel better for like a month mm-hmm. about the fact that they feel a little lonely or they feel like they, you know, they don't remember what they did to you. It, I feel like it happens so often and I just think it's so messed up. Personally. It's messed up. And and here's what the messed up part is. She's kind of wondering, so what's his deal? And it's like, so she's kind of wavering. You know, she's sitting there going, you know, she's writing to us. He's 30. She's asking about his fear of commitment. He's not, he has no fear of commitment. This ain't the match. 
this ain't ever going to work. Right. And he's coming back to it because he's not putting the work in to like see what, you know, to fix himself. And he's using you to do that. Yeah. And I think I think what she needs to do, if I were her, I would inform him of I mean, like if she really wants to like shut this down, she can just not answer and move on with her life. Okay, fine. That's an option. That's an option everyone has. But if she needs to see for herself that this option is going away um, or needs to like shut it down, I would text him. Hey, and I would cut the bullshit. Hey, I got your note. It's shitty. It annoys me. I'm trying to move on. I'm looking for marriage and kids and for life to move on. It ain't going to happen with us. Please stop contacting me. Like she needs to like let him know that this mm-hmm. ain't fun and games for her because when he writes the note to the dog, it's like it's too, oh, we're having fun. And it's like this ain't fun to me. It might be fun to you. It can be fun to you. Yeah, you're very good at writing those. You've written one for me before. I've written. <laughs> I can, I can shut it down because here's the thing. I know she's right. I, you know, and I know that he doesn't understand or doesn't want to understand the gravity of the situation when it doesn't deal with him. Right. It doesn't care. He doesn't. He just care. doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. And that's, again, like that adds another layer, I think, of the sadness for her about it, or it would for me, Mm. because it's like this person that I care so much about that I wanted to be with doesn't even care enough about me to call me and say that he's thought about, even if he did want to come back, he doesn't even give me the respect of coming back in a way that feels like thoughtful or like, well, have it or, or has thought of you, has thought of you at all. Here's the other thing. There's a real way to come back. There's a real way to go to her like an adult and say, hey, I've put a lot of thought into this. I've gone to therapy. I've spoken with family. Not even just therapy. I don't like everyone does the, oh, they went to therapy and they just say it. So now they're therapized or some shit. Uh, I don't even know if that's a word. But like if he said, I've done a lot of thinking about my life. About you know, there's a way to come back. That's what I'm is, saying. Yeah. Yes, and he's some not, sort of he did it in a joke way, like as if the whole thing were a joke. Right, and and he chose not to do the way to come back that could have been YouTube in a healthy relationship. Because what happens is when she brings this to the brunch table, someone goes, "Well, you know, my John came back," and it's like, no, that's not the same. He didn't write a note to your fucking dog. To come back into your life, and that's how you got married. That's just not how it happens. Right. And to me, it just seems like an avoidance of all intimacy, of all of all a real discussion, and like... Well, work. That would be enough to be the turnoff there. Yeah. And, but he's avoiding work. Because if I came back to someone I had two years of history with, you got to fucking be ready to do that. And it's going to be annoying. And and he and you got to go through the arguments and 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 mm-hmm. the talks again and and you got to be in a relationship right away. You have to go from single to a relationship in two fucking hours. So it's the best, <laughs> right? But th- this yeah. is this is the whole point of like you know boyfriend or fuck off. Yeah, like, you know he's avoiding boyfriend or fuck off by being like, let's go to like the first level of dating where we fuck and we know each other's bodies, but we don't. And I talk cute to the dog. But we don't talk about what's next for us. Right. And it's like, why would that be fun for her? 
mean, <laughs> let's. But it'd be, you know, what'd be fun, fun to just start at, at at ground zero. Yeah, as if as at absolutely at literally nothing, and you can just do this to me all over again, and then you can remember why you didn't want to marry me the first time, <laughs> and then leave again. And you'll be cool and I'll be devastated again. And then you just come back and do it again whenever you're feeling shitty. Yeah, when you write like, a letter to the lizard that I own. Right? Does he think <laughs> she'd be down for that? It's it's absurd. I mean, I'm also like personally more like triggered by this situation having been in it a few different times. Well, this is why I don't contact exes. I don't I don't ever. That's good. I think that's that's a selfless move. Because sometimes I'm sure you would sometimes I'm sure there's a moment where you're like It'd be nice to talk to this person or maybe maybe it could have worked out with that person. Let me take that back. I've probably done the contact access thing. Let me let me take that. I've probably made this mistake. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm a saint. To anyone who's about yeah, to, to send you an angry email. To do, do a TikTok dance to my please come back text. Um, <laughs> I will say this is why I don't engage in this now. And... Listen, I've shown you texts from people that like we've gone on dates and then it didn't work out. And then there's like this like argument over text. And I'm like, do I answer? And you're like, just no, leave it. It's over. And it's hard to just leave these things. And you do it because it's better for both parties. Yeah, because I think a lot of times the more you say in that it's just for you, it's not for them. The best thing you can do for an ex is to leave them alone unless you want to marry them. (laughs) We solved dating again, Jordana. Very proud of us. We did it. We did um, it. And we'll see you again on Wednesday. Boom. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.